everyone, and welcome back to OK Yep, or welcome if it's your first time joining me. Um, I'm sorry that it's been a little bit. Um, not that many of you are really like eager to get a new episode out, but I'll tell you, I in the past couple of weeks have been so incredibly busy, and I've also like last week I was full on planning on doing a podcast. However, I, it actually works out that I didn't because it kind of switches what I wanted to talk about. And so I'm going to, um, I'll talk about that later in this. So it it almost works out, but I was just so busy because last weekend, well, okay, let's back up. So I usually record these on Saturdays or Sundays. And so two weekends ago when I was going to post the next podcast, it was a championship cross country race. And then it was Halloween weekend. And it was just a crazy all-around weekend with everything going on. And Sunday when I woke up, it was – let's just say I wasn't in the position to be recording a podcast. And um, then the next week came and time just flew. And it was – before I knew it, it was the following weekend where I felt like I was just everywhere. I was – I spent one night in Boston. I spent one night – in Rhode Island visiting some home friends, which was a lot of fun. And then by the time I got back on Sunday, I'm like, oh, I have to do homework. I have to like get everything together. And I was planning on doing one last week again. And then time got away from me. But you know, I'm feeling good today. And I was actually in my living room just like doing homework and listening to some music. And the vibes were honestly immaculate. And I could have stayed out there, but I'm like, you know what? I'm wide awake right now. I'm drinking my little coffee. Here's a listen. I've been really into peppermint mocha lately. And um, I'm like, you know what? Now would be a perfect time to talk about a – talk about – sorry, I'm reading a text um, – <laughs> to talk through an episode. So first, the national day that it is, it is it is National Hug a Musician Day, um, National Papusa Day that oh, – I have a love-hate relationship with pupusas. If you don't know what those are, it's a, I want to say, Dominican dish. I could be totally wrong. It's either, hang on, I got to look this up because I'm not, I don't want to. El Salvador. Okay. Wait, Colombian. Okay, I don't really know. It looks like it's okay. It's a certain dish where it's um it's basically food <laughs> Yes, it's food. Duh. Um it's like it looks kind of like a quesadilla. So there's food inside of like this um like flour like tortilla thing. So you can't see what's inside of it. That's what I'm trying to say. And one time, the only time where I've broken my vegetarianism since I started was because, and I've told the story before, there was a little mislabel on um, the pupusas that we were getting fed. And um, I bit into it and it was pork. And then I cried. <laughs> um, but I'm sure they're good. I'm sure they're actually really good. I just love-hate relationship. Oh my gosh. It's also World Kindness Day. Go do an act of kindness, everyone. Um, and then tomorrow, <laughs> November 14th, is National Pickle Day. 
I'm a pickle girl, so that is beautiful for me. Um, and let's see if there's any other fun things that would be good to talk about that could maybe resonate with you. A lot of famous people's birthdays. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll stick with those. But I like all those. Those are all those are all pretty pretty solid. So if those resonate with you. Go celebrate, especially go celebrate World Kindness Day. Whoa. <clears throat> especially go celebrate World Kindness Day. Do a little act of kindness for someone, whether it's as simple as complimenting someone or paying for the person behind you in line cuz those little acts can really make a difference and start the little ripple effect. Um and then for a positive thing that happened today, it's still pretty early. <laughs> I look at my clock. It's 1.30 p.m. Um, but I woke up at like 10.30. But it's it was really good to sleep in after yesterday because it was a long day yesterday with another – my last cross-country race ever. Um, and so that was definitely nice to sleep in after that and have like a chill morning. I got to like go on my phone for a little bit then – I met up with a friend for breakfast, which was lovely. And then I was just doing homework. And again, it's Sundays used to freak me out because like I'm like, ah, it's before the week. Ew, Sunday scaries. But now I just love I'm kind of a sucker for Sundays because then I can just do homework, kind of do my own thing. It's it's a day of like me and like having me time, which I think is always a necessity. And so that's something that I've been really able to embrace on Sundays. So that's what I'm doing today. And then after this, I'm going to continue to do homework because I have a little test tomorrow. Um, I'll probably clean because I'm also a sucker for cleaning. And um, yeah, pretty chill day. So today I'm going to be talking about mind-body connection. And over the past month, mainly two weeks, but month, I've really noticed the um, correlation between what your brain's doing and then how it affects the physical components of one's being. And so I kind of want to talk about that, share my experiences, and just we'll have a little chat about that. So let's get started, shall we? Okay, so originally I wanted to talk about mind over matter. And if any of you follow the Instagram, I even did a little poll that one of the options was mind over matter because I, when I was going to record that, it was just after this, our championship cross-country race, and I did really well, and I accomplished all the goals I wanted to accomplish. I was, I'll kind of walk you through the whole process. So it, we'd been talking about it as a team for a really long time and how we could really do we could place well and we could get second or first overall and because it was our big conference meet and after talking with my coaches I realized individually I could do really well too just with how stacked up to be and so I wanted my goal for myself was top 14 overall because that's technically like all conference like it's a title and then you get a medal and but my coaches were like, you know what? I think a really good goal would be top 10. And so 
my more loose goal was top 14. My more strict goal was top 10. And then for I wanted to PR. I wanted to break a certain time for the 6K. And I also wanted to our team to come in either first or second. So I had a lot of like really concrete goals. And the whole week leading up to conference, I was really nervous. And I was even having like a lot of anxiety with sleeping and with like while trying to go to sleep, I was having a lot of anxiety about it. I was really distracted. At one point, I because I'm I'm the mascot at my school and or at least one of them. And I was in the mascot costume having a panic attack. So picture me dancing in this costume, but then underneath the costume, literally like crying and shaking. And so I was stressing myself out so much. And we left on Friday to go there um, to the meet. And people had also been hyping up the course and how like – difficult it was and how hilly it was. So that was making me really nervous. And so um, we get there and I feel a lot better once I get there because after like jogging the course the night before, I actually really like hills and I tend to do better on hills. Um, And it was a really pretty course. I was like, you know what? Maybe this is actually going to be okay. And so the next day we woke up and we had like hotel breakfast. Um, And after that, we go to leave and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to throw up right now. (laughs) So I went to the hotel lobby bathroom, threw up because of my nerves. Like all of a sudden, this wave of anxiety and nerves hit me about this race. And it, I was so freaked out. We got to the course. I was again, so freaked out. I couldn't stop dry heaving. We were doing dynamics between them. I would dry heave or like about, I would almost throw up so many times I would gag audibly and be like sorry and continue doing dynamics then my parents got there and I started crying like I don't know why like I haven't done this since high school maybe like one time last year in cross country but not this bad like not this I've never been so stressed out for a meet in so long and so I was like what is happening and I I think I was just putting so much pressure on myself. Um, and then when I got close to the meet, I just had to like trick my brain into being like, this is, these are excitement feelings. This is what you're supposed to do. Don't have any regrets. This is your, like I was just hyping myself up and like saying different things that really resonate with me um, to make me do better. And then after kind of tricking my brain and having that little switch in my thinking, I ended up hitting all the goals that I wanted to. I ended up getting a PR. I ended up getting top 10 and our team got second overall. And so it was a really victorious day for our team. And it was such a high and such like a defining moment of my cross-country career because I feel like that was like the point where I almost proved to myself you know and I'm like whoa I like I'm supposed to be here like this is I'm like worth it you know and so I was gonna do a podcast afterward kind of about that experience and how if you almost trick your brain into thinking one thing you can accomplish something even if you're not 
feeling prepared or not feeling a certain way physically, like you can really trick your brain. So fast forward two weeks, um, between the two weeks of that week of that race and then the one we just had, I kind of become to get, I'd kind of become checked out um, of cross country in the season. Any cross country runners know that it's a crazy long season and all other sports have ended, like fall sports have ended. The track team has been practicing for a month on track things and we were still in cross country. It's November 13th today and we just ended like it's the longest season ever and I was just getting so checked out especially since I'd accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish this year at that last meet and this entire season so I was like I just got so checked out and when we left for the meet on Friday a couple days ago I was like I don't care and not like in a in a um bad way or as in like a giving up way but I was just like you know what I this is my last and I know that this is my that was my last cross-country race which is also crazy in itself of doing this since like sixth grade or something and this is my last ever time doing it and I thought that was going to be in high school but I got the opportunity to continue it in high school sorry in college um and so it's that hasn't quite sunk in yet. It's been a day since that. So um, I do wonder when it's going to. It's also more difficult with cross country into track because it kind of just seems like all the seasons kind of flow together. Um, but we so we get to the course yesterday and I was just having a fun time. Like I was literally just happy to be there. I was cracking jokes. I was socializing. I was I really wanted to go into it with no stress for my last race. Um, and I, my brain wasn't in it. And I, again, I don't mean that in a bad way or as in a way that I gave up. But I just wasn't, I wasn't my usual prepared self mentally. Um, and therefore, physically, I didn't feel prepared. We got to the meet on Saturday. Again, I felt no nerves that morning. I didn't feel anything because I I didn't have any pressure in a way and I didn't have any goals I necessarily wanted to accomplish because I felt like I accomplished them all already. And so I'm like, you know what? I just want to have fun and I want to just have a fun time with this race. And so we're warming up. My brain's not in it. Um, and I, as we're warming up, I'm like, this warm up seems very difficult. <laughs> like I feel very lethargic. My legs seem like they're dragging what is going on? This is not how I usually feel before races. So we warm up again. I'm, I try not to read into it too much. And my roommate, she felt the same way. We both were like, let's not read into it. And we were just kind of happy to be there. My, one of my friends from high school came and watched. So I was happy to see her. My family was there. Um, and then when we were doing our little huddle before we start, I felt no nerves. Like I usually at least have a little bit of adrenaline. I, I honestly felt nothing. And the gun goes off to start. And it this feels like the hardest sprint I've ever done in my life. Because my head wasn't screwed on. Like, how do you expect to be in a race, race mode physically when you're not in race mode mentally? So this, the first, like, however long it was, 200 meters out of the field, 
felt like the fastest, hardest 200 meters of my life. And we, I get around to the mile time. It's slower than my usual mile pace. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I, I'm not me today when I'm racing. And we, I get to the two mile mark and I feel so over it. Like my, my head feels like hazy. My legs aren't working. My number falls off. I have to grab it. Like everything's just like not (laughs) working. And then it starts downpouring and I can't even see my eyes are like squinting through everything. Um, and I was like, you know what? I just want to finish. This is my last cross country race ever of my life. Just have fun with it. And I kept trying to repeat that. And we, I approached the end. It feels like so long. I see that my time is not my PR. Um, and I just couldn't bring myself to even sprint full. Like I felt so tired for getting the time that I did and how it wasn't a PR and how it was a really, really flat course. I... I am disappointed, but in the same way, I don't think I could have done anything differently because of the mindset I was in and because of just the two weeks leading up to it. And so I'm not mad at how it happened, but it's so interesting, the mind-body connection and how screwed on my brain was for the meet that I did really well at and how disconnected my brain was from my body yesterday and it showed and I didn't do as well as I usually do and that's okay I think I still do have a little bit of guilt from it but also in a way I think I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason and that race was supposed to go that way and so it is it's a I think it's a blessing in disguise in some way that that race didn't go exactly how I wanted it to go um but at the end of the day it's a cross-country race and this whole season I've done how I wanted to do and I've continued to get better except for this one race and I think that's okay I think everyone's allowed to have a bad race and recover from it in some way And something that I am so thankful for is, although my head wasn't necessarily screwed on and I didn't do how I wanted to do and I was kind of checked out, I'm in no way the amount of checked out that I was senior year of high school. And I'm not burned out like how I was senior year in high school. Like I'm still excited for track season and I'm ready for the next two seasons, the next two seasons I have for track. So I remember... In high school, during my last cross-country race, I was not doing well. And I was like, I don't care. I hate this sport. Like, while I was running this last race, I was like, I don't care how I do. I I just want to stop. I don't want to finish. And I crossed the finish line and I cried. And I was like, I'm never doing this sport again. Like, I just had such a negative view on cross-country and running. And I was so over it. So, although some things are very similar to how my last race in college worked and how um, the one in high school worked. I am in such a better mindset and like I still am excited for the rest of my running career in college and that I still have opportunities to do some more damage and like push myself and test my limits. And I just think that I 
I think that my my time, my peak of the season was where I needed it to be. And I think where I needed to have a bad race, it was okay. Something else that I really try to hone in on is even if I don't hit the points I want to hit and I don't do as well running, that might be out of my control. But something that I can always keep in my control is how I respond to it and how, what type of teammate I am, you know, like I could have easily been so upset and been mopey all day and been like, I hate this stupid sport, but I didn't need to be, you know, like I was, I was very capable of still recognizing everyone's strengths of the day just because I did bad doesn't mean the whole day needs to be bad and I can still recognize everyone else on the team who did their best and did a really who had a breakthrough race and I think most people on the team did which I think is really cool and just because I didn't that doesn't mean that I can't congratulate everyone else and in some way maybe that's a good thing for me because then I can kind of put my time and effort into other people rather than myself and my own um, accomplishments. So I I do try to, when I get down on myself or maybe if I'm not hitting times I want or if I'm not finishing how I want, I can always be a good person and I can always be a good sport and a good teammate and I can always, I can always control my attitude even if I can't control my um how I did or my performance and so I think that's something that makes me feel better about how I did like you know what I'll just I'll just crack some jokes today and I'll just like be happy for everyone else and I'll just make everyone else feel good about themselves and I think that's another part of mind-body connection is like if yesterday I would have moped around and been so upset about everything I know that I would have felt so sad and so weak physically and I would have not wanted to see anyone last night or today maybe I would have been tired. Like, I feel great today. I feel like – like, I, I don't know. I Obviously, I still have like that uh, – I wish I did better yesterday, but I don't know. I I think I would have felt worse if I didn't – add a positive impact to the team in some way you know and I mean that in attitude slash dynamic because that's where I think my talents shine through is with being a good person not to toot my own little horn but I really that is something I really try to do and I try to even if I'm not feeling good about myself I can at least feel good about others and now I have these couple weeks off and I've been wanting this so bad and I'm excited for these couple weeks to sleep and to relax and have some more time in my day but then also if I do want to run just go out and do it on my own and have a good time with it and not have expectations or try to hit times or paces or mileage whatever it is like I'm excited for these next two weeks to not really have to look at the clock and so that's something that I'm really looking forward to. And then on top of that, I get to then reset for indoor track where I can have another go at 5Ks because that's something that I'll be doing in indoor. And 
I don't know. That is the really cool silver lining with cross country and track. If you do both is that you, I feel like you always get another chance in some way and you always get almost like a, a do over in some way to try either with, if it's with a new event or with something that you've been doing. And I know this is going to be a really niche episode, but you can kind of apply it to different things. Um, me and my friends on the team always talk about how like in track, everyone has like their own thing that they really like to do in cross country. It's a little less um, individualized. And so it's going to be really cool to see everyone excel in what they like to excel in. You know, like there's so much for everyone and everyone's going to have a chance to do what they love doing. Not that we don't all love cross country. In fact, I love cross country more than track, but it's going to be nice to see everyone doing what they're passionate about. And I think it's really normal when you're doing something for so long, whether it's a certain class you're taking or a certain activity you're doing or um, a certain sport, whatever it might be. I think it's really normal to kind of lose that mind-body connection because I think it in a way shows that you've been doing it for so long and it's good to take a break so that you can kind of get that connection back on track and then prepare for doing it again, which for me will be um, the indoor season of track, which I'll have a better grasp on when I'm a little bit more in tune with my um, mind-body connection. But that was a really interesting observation that I kind of went from both polar opposites of being so, so into it and so, so connected to then and having that be very evident of my performance and then kind of losing that. And I, I wouldn't even say it, I wasn't burned out. I wasn't like over it in any way. I just wasn't connected and I wasn't, my head wasn't screwed on right for competing. And so it's interesting to see the other side of the spectrum where um, if you're not fully in it, then you, your performance will also um, be evident of that. And so it's kind of like having that optimal level of like anxiety versus arousal when you're doing some type of performance. And maybe for the first competition I had, I might've had too much. I had to calm myself down. Um, and once it got to that certain place, I was able to compete how I wanted to. And then last um, a couple of days ago when I, I guess was it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday I didn't have enough and I wasn't, I had no adrenaline going through me. So it is interesting the, how the mental side of things plays a part with the physical side of things. And although that little story and this little lesson is me oriented, I do think that it can play, it can be pertained to other things that maybe other people are going through and what other people may be reaching that level of exhaustion and disconnect because I think it's even that point in the semester where I'm with my I'm in my classes and I'm like oh my gosh I just don't care anymore and again not in a way that it's like oh I don't like not in a selfish way I don't care or like in a I mean, not in a really a negative way, but I'm just like, oh, I'm over it. I just want to move on to the next thing. And so I think that's happening with my classes too. And I think a lot of other students can feel that. 
sort of disconnect there because I've been talking to a lot of other friends who it's this, it's that point in the semester where they're like, I just don't care anymore. I just want it to be over, which is very normal. So I think that this little mind-body connection story and experience of mine can be taken to every type of aspect that someone might be in, even if it's work too. And like if it's your job or something, and I think not in every case you're going to be able to do this, but if you are having this disconnect with whatever you're doing, I think that a break is always needed. And so right now, these two weeks that I have off, I'm really excited to, like I said, screw my head back on, <laughs> run how I want to run just for me and, you know, just refine my love of the sport and love of competing. And I think that happen can happen with anything. So I think a break is always one of the best things you can do if you ever fall into this little little trap um and I like I said I know it can't that can't always be the case especially if it's like work or something like that or school but hopefully there's a break in inside at some point and then you can use that to get back on track that is all for today everyone and just want to thank you for listening and thank you for being so patient with my sporadic upload schedule um when I first started this two years ago back in quarantine it was a lot easier too really be consistent with these but now being at school being on sports being a senior working everything that I have going on it's a little bit more difficult but it doesn't mean that I want to stop or that I want to not keep making episodes so thank you for being patient and that's why I post on the Instagram when I do post so that everyone can kind of stay on top of it and that we can all be on the same page so go follow the Instagram okay podcast if you want any updates or anything like that I hope you're all having a superb day and that you're going to have a superb week I'm rooting for all of you and please join me next time on okay up